They say that money can't buy happiness, but that's untrue. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and get your slice of the good life. This week on the BAMFCAST, the soldiers of Iraq are waiting there to die. Both sides are still screaming the same warriors cry. Why? Why? Why did we watch this movie? One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 473. Wow, that's numbers. a lot of numbers. We continue to be stunned by yeah. the number of episodes Holy we've done. God, so weird. It gets like one bigger every yeah. time. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Yeah, no BJ this week. Yeah, yeah. he's celebrating America or Man. something. Story of my life. Yeah, <laughs> we also celebrated America. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but let me tell you what we do each and every episode of this here Bamfcast is. Yeah. We go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Whoa. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first time. You know what? Then they get ratings. Good bad movies and Joe bad movies. They got one five jocks and robot jocks. All robot right. jocks. Yeah, that's great. Hooray. Hooray. Love indeed. it. However, hold up. There are bad bad movies. That stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale one of five bags, as in giant bags of trash. In Heroes. Which, in which they belong. I, I don't want that. Get them out of here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't like them. Nope. Bad. So yeah, um... Welcome to the 4th of July. No. Oh. Nope. Uh, no, we didn't do that. Oh. I thought nope. this would be a better idea. Okay, fine. I was wrong. Yeah. Mm. We're celebrating Freedom Month with no theme whatsoever. Nope. Well, okay, a little bit of a theme. A little bit. Maybe a little bit of a theme. But we're definitely celebrating the 4th of July, which is uh, known in the rest of the world as the 4th of July. Oh, right. Um, by watching uh, Uncle Sam. Yeah. Yeah, for America. Right. It's from 1996. Sure is. <laughs> yes, all of the <laughs> sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> these are all factual statements. <laughs> I can vouch for this. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for the wholehearted check. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Live fact checking right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, it seemed patriotic. Sure. Takes uh, place on the Fourth of July. That's when this episode drops. It, uh-huh. Its pedigree looked looked big. The Fourth of July in this movie is also thirty Thursday, just like this year's Fourth of July. It was kismet synergy. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you want a plot summary? Still going to make me do these? Yes. Okay. Yes, you're always going to do them. We're Fine. Do, you're never going to stop. You will protest stop. and we won't care. Okay. I doth protest too much. Desert Storm Vet, who was killed in combat, rises from the grave on July 4th to kill the unpatriotic citizens of his hometown after some teens burn an American flag over his burial site. I mean, well, soon to be burial uh, that's site. a very incidental detail that kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, also, he doesn't rise from the grave. Well, not because, grave. Yeah. He rises from a coffin. 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 He's, He's never buried death. ever. No. So, Which is yeah. weird in itself. I mean, it is his future burial site. Yes. It's not his, he's not actually buried. Uncle Sam. Right. Um, uh, yeah, you want some... They, the, oh. The big reason we picked it. Sure. Jam-packed Just with a alums. list. A list so big you put it on Twitter. I did. I want to do. In several parts. Yeah, because you <laughs> accidentally tweeted it the first time and I did, then deleted yeah. it. I'm an idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> and then retweeted the rest. God damn it. Anyway, uh, director William Lustig of Maniac Cop and Maniac Cop 2 fame. Mm-hmm. Those are two fun movies. Second more than the first, but yep. yes. Yep. Writer Larry Cohen, rest mm. in peace, of Cue the Winged Serpent, <laughs> The Ambulance, Original Gangsters, and from Extra, I, The Jury. Uh-huh. Yeah. William Smith, or as he's known, William Smith, of Hammer, 
Sweet Jesus Preacher Man, Black Samson, Eye of the Tiger, Bulletproof, Maniac Hop, Hell Comes to Frogtown, Action USA, Action Fucking USA, Cartel, and The Final Sanction. Uh-huh. Decorated. Yes. Alone. Surprisingly high numbers of BAMCast movies. Most of them he's in for 45 seconds. Yes. Including this one. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, David Shark Freilich of Invasion Force, Fist of the North Star, and Chill Factor. Who was he in Chill Factor? I don't know. Guy number two. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Bo Hopkins of The Final Alliance. Yeah. Isaac Hayes of Truck Turner. Fucking Truck Turner. Uh, Anonymous Rex and from Extra Reindeer Games. Anonymous Rex. I had forgotten Anonymous Rex. Holy shit. Isaac Hayes was in Anonymous Rex? According to his IMDb page. Man, he's glad I forgot. Uh, (laughs) Timothy Bottoms of Top Dog and Extra Roller Coaster. Why are you enjoying me saying these names so much? Of top dog. Well, you're just like top dog. <laughs> top dog. <It's> like, <laughs> top dog. It's like shit. Timothy Bottoms of Top Dog. Uh, PJ Souls of Alienator. And lastly, that's <laughs> your emphasis on the syllables. Yeah. That's what's funny. <laughs> Slamming Robert Forster of the Delta Force, Peacemaker, Original Gangsters, Demolition University, Dragon Wars, D War. D War. D War. D War. That's a good one. That is a good, damn good fun movie. Yes. That is a movie so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, Uncle and- Sam of Uncle Sam is an actual uncle named Sam. Right. Mm. Yeah. Because, man. Uh, There's a lot of setup in this movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, first off, like, first scene, you know, is in air quotes Kuwait. It's yes. an awfully uh, lush Kuwait. <laughs> So it's um, a very green yeah. Kuwait, yeah. and the only reason this I mean scene... I've not been to Kuwait. Maybe maybe it is green. Sure, maybe, maybe they actually but... filmed on location. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. Uh, the only reason this scene we're about to talk about exists is because nothing else fucking happens in the next forty-five minutes of this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, this is where they. This is strange to me because a lot of this movie is you know it it's in it. The movie came out in nineteen ninety six. And of course, Desert Storm the first was around what ninety one, ninety two, ninety one. Yeah, it was basically done by the end of ninety one. Right. Yeah. yeah. So because America. Yeah. Yeah. Done like <laughs> kicked their three ass. days, man. Am I right? Um. But so sad. I, I mean, the, just, this, this movie treats it treats everything like it's the nineteen fifties, though. Like they come upon this shot down helicopter, and it's like. Like, you didn't know exactly where the fuck that was when it landed in 1991. Yeah. We had GPS and shit. Like, yeah. you know, but they, they it's, it's like native people, you know, locals are like, oh, we found the helicopter. And so William Smith, like General William Smith or whatever the hell he is, comes rolling up in a Jeep and he's like, got this doofy lieutenant guy with him. And they're just kind of examining the wreckage. And mm-hmm. there's a charred out remains and doofy lieutenant goes over there and finds the dog tags. And he's like, oh, it's Sergeant Major Sam Harper. Sam Harper. Sam Harper. And then says something like, you think this was friendly fire? And William Smith's like, don't, we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is war. This shit is war. Happens. Shit happens. And then the the cor- the burnt out charred corpse comes alive and chokes out the lieutenant. It starts choking out the lieutenant. Grabs his gun. Then grabs his gun yeah. and then like shoots through the lieutenant and kills William Smith. So William Smith's been in this movie for about 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now he's gone. And now he's dead. And we have yep. a death shot. And then like the guy appears to die again or like actually die. Yeah, there's a. He says something about friendly fire, and yeah. and then we get a credit sequence that is all sorts of like uh, 
you know, old war bonds footage and people Uncle doing, Sam's throughout the past. Yeah, and doing Fourth of July parades. It's, it's, it's basically and, like Uncle Sam morphing from like a kind of cute caricature of a thing into the increasingly horrific cheap masks of the 40s through 80s. Yes. Because it's like the longer it goes on, it's like, you know, you finally get to like the, uh, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And the Norman Rockwell, like style, you know, right. Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. you know, like you finally get to that. And then all of a sudden it's just like from there, it's like, Oh God! What happened? Like, why was this our symbol? Because it's it's terrifying. Uncle Sam basically becomes the Slender Man thing. Yeah. It's just that's all. He's just this horrifying caricature, and he's usually twenty feet tall and just made of toothpicks and a crazy beard and a scowl. And it's just like, the fuck were we doing? How is this inspiring anybody? It's fucking frightening as shit. Yeah. Sam the Eagle is a much better mascot. Yeah, yeah agreed. <laughs> sure. Hundred percent, as grouchy as that motherfucker is. <laughs> so yeah, so we get that montage throughout mm-hmm. the opening credits, and then the movie begins. And get used to this kid Jody, okay? Whose nephew, the nephew of Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. the yeah. titular Uncle Sam. Yeah, yeah, and it's a lot of like again. This is the nineteen ninety. This is nineteen ninety six. Is when this is supposed to be taking place because it is like it's several years later after the death of Uncle Sam, and you know. It, actually he's really gone missing because like at this point they're like they've lost the helicopter again and so like no one's ever found his body yeah and reported it back so his mom is sam's sister and then there is also another character who is was is his now i guess ex-wife whatever wife uh, i was confused it's a little confused because the they're, they're very kind of similar looking and the way they cut it's just like if you the way the movie is jarring and doesn't like very easily say hey different person well okay not only do they look alike Mm -hmm. but they don't do enough of a a distinction to let you know that they live in two different houses right because the younger one constantly just appears in the other house right yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like wait do you also live there and looking like she just woke up yeah not like hey i just knock knock i just came in it's like she's walking in like a towel or a bathrobe or whatever yeah it's like like, oh what a night you know it's like like, huh wait why are you yeah so that's it's all very confusing it it starts to make a little bit more sense a little bit more sense later in the movie when you find out a little bit more backstory as Mm -hmm. to why you know they're so like tight-knit or whatever because it's like you know if you think about it they're not technically related it's no. it's she's her sister-in-law you know ex i guess but mm-hmm. i don't ever i don't really understand how that happens when somebody dies you just you know you call I, them an ex i don't know i have no idea but whatever so but yeah jody the, the, the wife is kind of dating the town policeman the ex-wife yeah yeah or, yeah mm-hmm. the, the widow sure and, and but and, like she doesn't seem to give a shit about him at all no like there's there are two romantic pairings in this movie neither of them seem like anyone can stand the other one right yeah it's just like i'm simply tolerating this for some reason but the, mm-hmm. the other weird anachronism of this movie is that this is 1996 and this kid has like every gi joe figure mm-hmm. known to man gi joe was beyond dead and buried in 1996 yeah like yeah. nobody gave a shit especially not a kid this age but he has like all the stuff probably because they could find it cheap in thrift shops or whatever. But he's, you know, it's like that's one of your like opening shots of like, oh, look at this kid's room. He's super into war. Like he's got an old war comic and he's got a picture of his Uncle Sam next to his bed because that's one of the first thing he does is like wake up from like a weird. He's it's almost like it's implied like he's actually dreaming of the weird like him coming back to life thing. Yeah, because it's kind of like it startles him awake. And that's how we're brought into modern times, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he breaks the picture and like, you know, cuts his foot and that never comes up again. It's just like. He has, gets to hop around and, oh, mom, my foot's hurt. 
But yeah, he idolizes his uncle and is like super into war shit. And his mom's like never kind of calling out the fact that like she's raising a sociopath. Like it's just like nope. this is weird. Like this kid is weird, and you should maybe like go because they're keeping a secret that they don't they don't tip their hand to until very late in the movie. And it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe like, you don't have to just be like, Hey, your uncle was a shithead, yeah. but you could like steer, you know, <laughs> not just be like, yeah, no, sure. Cool. Yeah. Just keep yeah. idolizing him. You need to, yeah. When you keep talking about him. how big a hero he is, right. Maybe go, Hey, pump the brakes, son. Yeah. yeah. Listen, but <laughs> yeah, we can skip most of this because it's just, it's a lot of setup. But like you said, the sister who we didn't really even know who she is, is dating the sh- the town sheriff. Yeah, they can't seem to stand e- stand each other at all because like they're getting out out of well, a it's like or she can't stand him. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He but likes they also kind of make it clear that these guys are only there to basically have sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. both relationships are exactly the same, which is the dudes want to get laid, yeah. and the women are like, "Not on your fucking life! It's not happening." Yeah. yeah, but after this awkward date, she gets dropped off, and then like Bo Hopkins is on her yeah. porch, and it's just like, "Hey." Uh, we, as he is we found we found your husband <laughs> yeah um, we're gonna ship his remains here if you want here's his dog tag yeah here's his dog tag so confirmed dead so yeah. you can finally rest and cause like for a second she's like oh god he's alive isn't it he? yeah. he's like no no dead like nope. here's dog tags like just confirmed like do you want him to be like in Arlington or here or whatever she's like yeah he has a plot here just yeah. get Br- him here bring him here which is mm-hmm. weird because like then she breaks down crying and it's like again we find out later cause this one of those movies just like slow burn for no reason like I, I don't it's it's a weird se- uh, sort of suspense that never works. No. Um, but their idea of like bringing him here is literally they roll up a hearse to his sister's house, the mom's house, to to Jody, mm-hmm. and roll out the coffin and wheel it into her house. Yep. Drape a flag over it and be like, "Well, there's your dead body, ma'am. See you later." And it's not like they're going to have a wake that night and no. then off to the funeral no, home in like the morning. it's like three days later. It's like, this is just going to hang out here for a while until we can figure out what to do with it. It's fucked up. Which, I'm sorry, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No. But again, weird Take little- Take this to the fucking funeral home. I don't care if you have to go to the next county. Yeah. Weird little kid immediately is like wanting to open the coffin. He's yeah. all over the coffin like, I want to see him and I yeah. have his medals and I want to pin him on his medals because we want to be buried with him. And he's just like... Uh, no, he got kind of messed yeah. up. Like, yeah, well, he's yeah. Like, yeah. and also <laughs> As he, he, he does again. Your uncle suffered a lot. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, he probably wants you to have him. So just don't open the box. Yeah. Seriously. Like yeah. he's been out in the desert for like three years. He was already cooked and now he's extra cooked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not the original recipe anymore. Mm, no. <laughs> he's extra, crispy. extra, crispy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So this, this dead body is just hanging out. And first it's like. We we learn that the mom has a boyfriend in this scummy uh, corporate lawyer guy. Yeah, I guess. Yep. I mean, that's you know, that's what he is. The first time he shows up and he's just like, ah, we beat the bastards of IRS and like you know we they've got they send these junior guys and we've totally screwed them on these tax loopholes. Ah, pass the mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And again, coffin is like sitting four feet away, yep. and and the kid doesn't want to be there and it's just like, hey, fuck you, you're not my real dad, Chip. Yeah, and you know, I don't even know what you are to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just standoffish to him too, like no, no affection while the kids in the house and the dead body. So yeah, just fuck off, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually there's kind of a wake because we we saw um we saw Isaac Hayes we saw Isaac Hayes just like they they've set up the, like this this shithole town basically has like an all state and a and a motel with a deli in it because yeah. it has this red <laughs> glowing great red glowing <laughs> neon sign that says deli because yeah. Isaac Hayes' first scene is like 
him in total darkness, like on some sound stage somewhere, just that someone's strobing a red light on him. Yeah. And he's just giving this speech about like war, man. And why did I come? Like he gives this whole speech about like, ah, man, he's like looking at old, like, you know, Korean war picture. He's like, oh, the nine of us. I'm the only one that's left alive. That doesn't sound like okay. I'm not even trying to do as a case. <laughs> like, Sorry. why am I the only one that left left alive? Like, I didn't do anything with my life. I'm such a piece of shit. And then later at the wake, he's like, the little kid is like, oh, you know, he wants to see his wooden leg because he got his mm-hmm. leg shot off by a landmine, basically. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and he's just like was armed. <laughs> well, yeah, shot it whatever. Right <laughs> okay. Dismembered by a landmine. How about that? I know. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. But, yeah. And then, like, for whatever reason, he's just like, uh, what else do they say about me? He's like, well, whatever else they said isn't true. Like, I every, fuck everything else works. <laughs> I wouldn't have a wife and grandkids. And it's like. Wait, no one asked. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just pointing out like his his original speech of like I didn't do anything with my life, and it's like you don't like your kids or grandkids or anything. Like none of that means anything to you. Yeah, Shaft or Isaac. I mean, like what the hell, dude? Yeah, Shaft. Well, Chuck Turner, but yeah, <laughs> voice Ru- of Shaft, writer of Shaft. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it's pretty fucked up. Like juxtaposition between scene to scene. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, like little kid starts him with like the I'm gonna be in the army when I grow up. And don't you do it? Yeah, kid. he's like, don't you do it? <laughs> yeah. he, he basically gives like this completely modern day, you know, anti-war thing of like, yeah, when I was growing up, being a soldier meant, you know, you're fighting Hitler and, yeah. and Mussolini and shit. And then he uh, he's in the Korean War, which is another like where we kind of started of like really wars. Yeah. But um, he's just like nowadays it's like nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. We're you know, it's a monkey fucking a co- coconut over here. We're just killing for oil. He's like. Don't yeah. die! Don't die for a stupid reason. Mm-hmm. And because it's like, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, you're not my whatever you are. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. But yeah, that, that's that's kind of like your main setup is all that. It's just like this kid is super into war and wants to be a soldier. He goes to school and like again, product of its times, he wheels his his uncle's ammo box into class and is like his teacher is Timothy Bottoms. Uh-huh. He's like, I'd like to show his medals and stuff, and it's like. Just sure, yeah. Bring this ammo box up there and, yeah. and set it. Yeah, fucking hell. Well, yeah, it's just weird because they're just like in the middle of class. Yeah. Like, like, like kids are learning something, yeah. and he's like, "They declared my uncle dead. <laughs> he was a war hero." It's like, uh, we're doing math problems. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, yeah. Mr. Timothy Bottoms, did you fight in a war?" Yeah. He's like, "No." We well. were doing math problems, but now we're doing other problems. Like, and yeah. that that's your problem, not our problem. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just I love that they that they're like well that's did, a YP yeah. not an MP yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you were you a soldier Timothy Bottoms and right. he's just like no some of us uh, we some of us didn't to, believe in it yeah we yeah. objected and, to Vietnam yeah. Yeah, Vietnam was we didn't we didn't think it was some correct of us and we left protested. the country yeah, yeah. and, and, and the, then the kid's just like my uncle would have called you a coward yeah, yeah. and Timothy Bottoms is like. Well, yeah, all right, you, you then um, he's like, oh, I'm not saying you're a coward. I'm just saying my uncle would have said you're a coward. Yeah, th- my uncle and his box full of medals would have said you're yeah. a coward. Anyway, let's do math problems. Yeah. My uncle, a real man, yeah. an actual hero, <laughs> not a fucking yeah. math teacher. He w- would have called you a goddamn coward. I'm not saying it. My uncle, who's dead and can't speak for himself, would have said it. I'm just saying my uncle, Sam Topps. Would not have dealt yeah. with say, you know Timothy Bottoms like this if you know what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it's at the wake where after he's done talking to Isaac Hayes, he comes back in 
and the shitty lawyer who is also the Abe Lincoln in the the town parade, right. which has been set up. Uh, is just talking to another dude at the wake, and he's just like, "Yeah, fuck the fuck the military. They don't know what they're doing. It's all bullshit." No, well, he's kind of he actually he's like, "Yeah, those boys are dying for nothing." Yeah, he's not wrong in what he's yeah. saying. He's just like, "Yeah, now we're sending them over there to save some oil. Fuck that." Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, "Shut the hell up!" And the mom's like, "Go to your room. You're not going to the parade. You go to your room. You're staying there all weekend." The kid's like, "Fine, I don't want to go anyway, mom." Yeah, you're not my real mom, dad. You know, and it's just like <laughs> she saved that kid. That kid oh, would have yeah. had to go to the fucking parade. Yeah, that parade sucked. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the kids yeah, grounded. Parades in general suck. At this point, like even before, I think even before this scene, no, because they they were still having the wake. It's like right after the wake. It's like that night after all this is done, and you know he gets punished for the the war, or you know the the parade is like going to happen the next day. Right. Like they're having this week wake on July third. Yeah, because the clock ticks the clock. to midnight on July fourth. Right, and we've we've cut to like you know he's like oh, you're still a hero to me, uncle, and all that, and then there's. The three punk kids out in the cemetery just like spray painting swastikas on graves and light an American flag on fire. Yep. It's just like, we're fucking punk. Just three fucking white bread pieces of shit. I think one of them is like a Letterman jacket, too. Yeah, of course like, he is. Yeah, it's like, ugh. It's just but, like, yeah, we're doing this. Oh, Woo! and also the kid, like, despite all of the, like, get the fuck away from the coffin, you know, like, he un- he unlatched one of the latches on it. He did. Or tried. He, he, he was, like, getting there, and he's just like... He unlatched one, and then, like, for half a second tries to open it. It won't open, and then he's just like, well, smile you later, and then leaves. Mm-hmm. Which, you're just the fucking most worthless kid ever. Like, please do not join the military. <laughs> no, nah, you'd be perfect for you, that. You can't figure shit out. Um... So yeah. So anyway, it's it's like thirty seconds past midnight. the The punks are in the graveyard, just whipping this American flag that's on fire around, and little chunks of the flag are flying off of it into the grave that has already been dug f- dug for Uncle Sam. Mm-hmm. This is what resurrects Uncle Sam. Yep. Now, this kind of thing works in a movie where the ground has already been established as a place where that person has been laid to rest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as a place that the thing has never been. Yeah. That doesn't make any, that's not how this works. It was right next to his parents, man. <laughs> and he knew he, it wasn't about disrespecting his grave. They were disrespecting America. Well, don't you get it? <sighs> everything. I mean, no, I mean, everything that happens is like a, a, a 1940s view of like anti-American bullshit. Sure. Like every single person that gets a kill is because they've done something that, labels them anti-american right but the house un-american so i mean the scene is playing out and i'm like okay so they're gonna these bits of the flag are gonna be in there and then they're gonna bury them him the next day and that's gonna be what pisses him off and he rises from the grave or whatever but no no this just wakes him up out of the coffin in their house Mm -hmm. and he just gets up well he gets up he goes to the kids room gets his box of medals and pens them directly to his zombie chest Yes, and that doesn't mean shit in this movie. It doesn't. Like, it never comes up. It's just another it's just gore like, thing they can do. Gross. Yeah. Look, he pinned his purple heart right to his purple heart. Yeah. And he puts on his uniform. I mean, he's got his uniform on, but, you know, he, like, straightens it up and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into his sister's room and just fucking stares at her for a minute. And you're like, oh, God, what are we doing? Uh, thankfully, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then we cut to, like... I- um, the very next thing we see is some lady we've never seen before coming out of the shower mm-hmm. and she goes into her bedroom sink, which is this room is doesn't make any sense. I, no, yeah. I think he kills the one kid first. 
He kills the first kid before I think before we get this scene. No, this is the very first. Yeah, thing. No, yeah. the very first thing. The, like because you think the first time you see him is at this moment because the lady is is fresh from oh, the shower right. yeah, doing right. whatever yeah, yeah. she's doing, okay. and then just in the side window rising up is someone in a very cheap Uncle Sam mask, and you're like, what? If you're watching <laughs> the live stream, it's, it's BJ's picture. For not yeah, being here. that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah, so you're like, wait. What this doesn't make sense. He just put his uniform on. This none of this makes sense. No, it's but just it's just the town perv who it's knows just how a to... peeping Tom yeah, who is who... playing the creepy twenty foot tall Uncle Sam in the parade the yeah. next day he's and just is on, trying out the outfit. Stilts, yeah. He's like, I've got stilts, I can peek in windows. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, it takes two minutes and then finally she glances at the giant window in her own bedroom and is like, Oh no. And he's like, so he stilts away and heads over to the park. Yeah, we get brief nudity. Yeah. For Which a for second. a '90s movie is like, wait, wait a minute, what's this going on here? That weird period of time where yeah. movies were just suddenly like nothing, no anything, no, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing. It could be R, so I was but actually you can't like have surprised. anything in it. Yeah. I was like, wait, there's a butt. Oh, wow, oh my goodness, a, a bootay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. it's also that weird like a lot of the reactions in this are almost like '40s reactions. Yeah, where she's like, hey, you do that again, I'm gonna call the cops. Oh, she calls yeah. him a pervert. Yeah, yeah. 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 Why I oughta. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. A, and you're just like oh, okay like, to the moon with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like a time capsule town, basically. It's, it's weird. It's a very odd. But this guy's still too long, just like oh, like, oh, and then like is starting <laughs> to get chased by uh, Sam in the uniform, and yeah. he somehow this is the thing like periodi- periodically throughout this movie, it's like he's made a trip to the hardware store, but we never see it, right? Because he's got a pair of shears, like garden shears. Yep, and the it's tool like, of every soldier. And it's like <laughs> okay, I don't know where you got those, but okay, and yeah, he basically. You think he's going to, like, cut the stilts and, yeah. like, with the garden shears, but no, it's like, I don't even, oh, the garden shears only come into play because the guy just falls off the stilts, period. Well, yeah. he smacks himself into a tree limb. Yeah, yes. he's, he's looking behind him and then does the comical turn back yeah. around and Do crashes we? right yeah. into a tree limb. So he's laying on the ground and you're like, well, okay, he's about to stab him with the garden shears. No, this is where he does his first and almost only, he does, like, two one-liners. Yeah, this one and one more. So, like, he, he gouges the guy's out eyes out and just like, hope you got a good look. Did you get an eyeful? And then all he uses the garden shears for is he cuts the gi- gigantic pants yeah. to size for him. Yes. And so he takes the Uncle Sam uniform. Yep. Uh, that's it. Like, it's not like he stabbed the guy with the shear. Maybe, maybe well, no, he would have run the Uncle well, the Sam Well, the shears were bloody when he was cutting the thing, so mm. it, maybe at some point he did something, but... Maybe. Yeah, it's I true. Don't, I don't yeah. know. We didn't see it. No. Yeah, so now he has the creepy Uncle Sam outfit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and like, the three punk kids are like, "Man, it's getting late. I yeah. got we, you know, we're we're Nazis, but I guess got to get some sleep. Yeah. So smile you later." And they all kind of leave, and one of them's like, "Go ahead without me. I gotta piss on this fucking grave. I'm gonna do mm-hmm. that." <laughs> yes. Uh. So yeah, he uh he gets menaced in the graveyard by Uncle Sam. Yeah, he gets spray painted in his face by mm-hmm. red, white, and blue spray paint cans. Yep. Which I okay, I'll give them this one because I guess they had the spray paint cans because they were spray painting, did, you know, yeah. you know, terrible symbols all over the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he like it intentionally like spray paints them each with each color. Yep, and then he, he kind of wait like he's like, oh, what is it, man? And like kind of falls over and then wakes up with like a compound fracture on his leg. Well, he fell into the grave. He fell into. Sure. Sam's grave. Yeah, but he wakes up and it's like compound fracture on the leg, so it's like okay, a little bit more gore. Mm-hmm. And then he's just laying in the grave, like what? What's going on? Ow, my leg! But not mm-hmm. really re- reacting like oh Jesus God. No, he's just fracture. like well, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just standing over him with a shovel, and it's just like buries him, alive. buries him alive. Yeah. Yep. While he's trying to claw out, and, mm-hmm. and it's like down to like you know a hand coming up, just like barely moving into as he's throwing the last bits on. But 
Then the other two guys are like, man, I wonder what happened to Billy. Like, where's, where's he at? He's like, well, we should go check him. And, and the one guy's like, no, nah, man, I got to get home before my dad gets sober and finds him gone later. Yeah. yeah. So it just lets the other guy go by himself back. Mm-hmm. And the other guy who's who has the drunk dad ends up being kind of, well, maybe they're all equally bad, but like, we got more of this guy. Oh, yeah. He's like, fuck this guy forever. Yeah. But you know, they were all bad. I'm just saying yes. like this, this guy, we saw more of him. So I guess I hate him more. Yeah, but, but the other guy goes back and is just like, "Hey man, quit playing around!" And like, where are you? And basically, just like out of nowhere, like rope goes around his neck, mm-hmm. and there's suddenly a flagpole that we hadn't previously seen in the cemetery, and he just gets hoisted up the flagpole and choked and dead. Yeah. Oh, he okay. So when he buried the guy alive, mm-hmm. a, a, as he put like the final dirt pile on him, he did say good night oh, or yep. sleep well or something mm-hmm. like that. Sure. And then that's fucking it. Yep. Because 30 seconds later, he hangs this guy from the flagpole and doesn't say shit. Nope. And never says anything else until he's it's time for him to monologue at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't tell the guy to hang in there. Yeah. You know, just looks, nothing like looks that. Looks like you're half-masked dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... Nothing. You nothing. just establish that, oh, it's going to be jokey, and then it stops being jokey. Well, yeah. And the thing is, all the kills have no flair whatsoever. There, No, the, the one... <laughs> there's one that's just like, oh, holy shit. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'll these are just like these are just like buried that guy alive and hung that guy from the flagpole. Okay, yep. yeah, and, and the way they're shot. The only nice thing about the way the way they're shot is when the dude first wakes up in the uh, grave. Uh-huh. They do like this spin move around. Yeah. the grave that's really disorienting. Yeah, and it's, it's a right. nice long shot of it. Like that's the only thing that has any sort of personality to it. Otherwise, yeah. it's like that part's all right. It's like you know you could describe it as okay. Yeah, he throws the the dirt on a dude who's stuck in a grave. Yep, and. That's about like however you think that's going to look is probably how it looks with less tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, frustrating. It is, but it's Fourth of July day now, mm-hmm. and it's time for their dumb parade. And so, like the kids are, uh, Timothy Bottoms is trying to wrangle the kids, and the one playing George Washington is like, "I need my hatchet." And Timothy Bottoms is like, "Where's your hatchet?" And he's like, "I don't know." And so he's like, "All right, I'll go find it." I love he's like, "I may be back in the class. I'll go get it." And yeah. Timothy Bottoms is like, "No, I'll go get it." Yeah. And the first place he checks is like a kindergartner's desk. Sure. And it's like, mm-hmm. really? That's that's where you keep the hatchets? Huh? Probably. Okay. But yeah. But he's immediately killed. Oh yeah. Like yeah. just immediately off like, camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we see like because, Uncle Sam like, in the room, like raise up the hatchet, and then like, well, where's what's his face, Mister Timothy Bottoms, whatever the hell his name is, and then just like <laughs> cuts back to like you know he went to hatch- collect the hatchet. Hatchet and is like in like, the head, and he's yeah. just dead. Yeah. yeah, and no one ever discovers him. Nah, I mean half the kills. They, mm-hmm. I mean, why they didn't discover the kid on the flagpole like immediately? Sure, like the next day, like oh my god, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Someone might have glanced up and been like, well. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened here. Maybe, you know, besides holding their breath when they go by the graveyard, they also like close their eyes. It's an extra Maybe. thing they do in this town. Sure. But yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's fucking. Oh, yeah. It's kill season time because, you know, the, the parade's starting up and. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think like we could just kind of whiz through some of the kills because some of them are like so. Well, so like dumb. the parade happens. Who cares? And yeah. then it's town festival. Basically, there's a band on stage that plays for 14 straight goddamn hours. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> And they're called something like the Abe Lincolns. Or they the- are. It's just like, <laughs> the f- like okay, it's only the very first song they do is like this weird Zydeco melody thing. Yeah. And I was like, I was calling them the Zydeco founders <laughs> because like I was like, I was hoping it was good because they got the, the, you know, powdered wigs and all this yeah. bullshit on, but like sunglasses and yeah. And it's just like, I was hoping it was like, well, like- these disrespectful motherfuckers are obviously going to die. No, they like, don't. No, they was cool. With that. Yeah. Like- um, it starts with the 
like the one one of the survive it's it's one of the three kids right who tries to sing the national anthem yeah it is it's it's the shithead it's the, the shithead kid left. yeah that's that's how they open it up it's like oh he's gonna well after you know the zydeco founders play yeah. like this they're like oh so-and-so is gonna sing the national anthem right, let's everybody Billy stand is gonna sing it and then he starts off like kind of normal and then it's just like then he's just like Roseanne Barr. Yeah, he does the Roseanne Barr. He's yeah. just like, ah, and then like tries to go punk with it. It's like, yeah, and everyone's like, boo. Yeah, all, the all the kids are like, boo, instead of like, yay, which is like, yeah, it's weird. Like, what weird town is this where I, I don't know? It's just like, this is like the. This is like the town from like Reefer Madness, where it's like, <laughs> hey, that's so un American. Boo. Like, yeah. I'm in 4 H and I'm cool. It's like, no, not in the fucking 90s. No. Yep. We were super anti disestablishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, words. But it's a long word. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they get him out of there and then they sing the national anthem. And mm-hmm. then just lurking amongst the crowd is Uncle Sam, like shaking hands and just, you know, just like, hey, how's it going? I feel like yeah. he's killed at least one or two other people that were inconsequential in the background. He probably has because yeah. they discover those bodies later. But OK, so we are, but, I don't know, an hour into this movie at yeah. this point. And suddenly there's a huge like secondary plot introduced to this movie like character whose backstory could have been introduced during the 45 minutes of bullshit that we were Mm -hmm. subjected to but so okay pj souls and husband have a kid like a burned kid in a wheelchair that they are pushing into the festival and they're like okay billy you're the you're the poster child for why no one should play with fireworks you dumbass you know and he's got the ray-bans on and he's sitting motionless and i'm just like the hell is this about and you know so the the grounded kid has snuck out and is now just at the festival and mm-hmm. who gives a shit and he's like hey kid in a wheelchair what's going on yeah, like, like, he's, like, he's the only one that's just like oh it's the burn kid yeah you know he's just like hey let's go be friends and, and the mom was just like why why would you want to be friends with him like and yeah. it's like what <laughs> and the dad's like yeah. no it would be good for him to yeah, have like, friends like, you know? because he mentions he wants to read him a war comic yeah and she's like, like no, no he's no. still recovering yeah. and it's like what and the kid's like i had nothing to do with this yeah yeah he's like i'm on it i was not there that day yeah is what the kid says and they're like whatever we're taking billy over to see the show oops i mean hear the show uh-huh. yeah it's it's not established immediately that he's blind it's like it's just like that well, he's, he's burned it's weird because like for the first five minutes he is sitting motionless oh, not moving like he's fucking captain pike it, you know he's just like he's not moving and he's gonna you know blink twice for yes <laughs> and then all of a sudden the kid's like, come on, Billy, I know you can hear me. And he's like, yeah, how's it going, man? And it's like, Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so at some point, the kid is just in the crowd and Uncle Sam comes over to him and just starts caressing his face, the primarily half. his burned half of his face. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, Billy, <laughs> you want me to take care of all your problems for you? I could do that for you. Just, yeah. Uh, he's like, I know your pain. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like we are the same. It's like implied that he can read minds or something. Yeah, it's like we are the same, you and I, and I'm gonna avenge you and and all this stuff. It's like what is this like burn buddies? You know, I don't I, get yeah, it. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I have no all. idea. I don't. But, I don't but, know what their link is, but no one gets avenged. No, no, like it doesn't happen. No, the weirdest part about this is like he's caressing, like he's got his like gloved Uncle Sam hands <laughs> on at this point. Yeah, so he's caressing this kid's face, but as he leaves, he like goes along his ear yeah. like into his ear and it's, it's just like a weird it's lingering like, oh yeah. like no it's like super gross it's super no <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Um, it's pretty much at this point that it becomes a random murder fest. Yeah. Well, by the way, Robert Forrester is showing up. He's the governor, senator. No, he's, he's, he's running for something. Okay. He's running I, for governor. I yeah. thought he was like already was something, but like was being indicted. He, he for was. And now he's either running for reelection or he's being he's trying to get another job. But man, everyone fucking hates him. Oh, he's a yeah. muckety muck who's showing up in like the presidential limo with the little flags and yeah. all this shit. And it's just like he's got the guy and he's like, so what do you think? Sunglasses on, sunglasses off. Why are we in this hick town? Fuck this place. Ah, these people. Hey, how you doing? You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's just. Uh, yeah. But he's just. So he's there. He's just there. But to be a, yet another un, unpatriotic person. Right. Um, another another dumb side plot is. I don't know if it's when it, this happens. I just like this one because it's, it's so dumb. It, like I said, this is what like makes me think it's like someone saw something. Some of the old bullshit movies like Reefer Madness. And they're like, fuck, fuck what America used to be. Right. Because there is this girl, like teenage girl, who's like working the rib smoker. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I only mentioned it because, like, she pulls out a rack of ribs, like, has to walk it way over to this cutting board, and then has this cleaver, and she just goes to town on these yeah, ribs. Yeah, she's taking, like, full-arm swings yeah. <laughs> with this cleaver. But it's just like, and then, like, she goes to, like, okay, I've got this, you know, plate of ribs or whatever. She grabs one rib and, like, takes off and yeah. goes goes to try to smoke some reefer. Yeah. And and sheriff, sheriff boyfriend weed. catches her, and it's just like, hey, what you got there, Becky? Yeah. And he's like, you should be smoking that. And it's like, give that to me, and you have any more? And, like... It's like, well, I won't tell anybody if you just give me what you got. Just Get go out of work here. the smoker. Yeah. Go work your mom's smoker. Yeah. And then he's just like, eh, free joints. Yeah, he's just like shifty eyed, like, ah, I've stolen joints from a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> whatever. Yep. Uh, there's a sack race. There is a sack race because yeah. that's, that's where like that's where the murders kind of become official a little bit somewhat because shithead kid like this is the weirdest sack race. Like people of all ages are in the single sack race. Like it's yes. it's from like there's like a four year old up to, to uh, up to like yeah like a fifty <laughs> year old dude is like sack race yeah but the shithead kid is like just bulldozing everyone like get out of the way I'm gonna win the sack race it's fucking NASCAR through this thing just like <laughs> man Rubin's racing and I'm just gonna fucking wreck everyone <laughs> but, but, hit you in your sack and hit you in your sack and he knocks down like one little kid and that kid like somebody trips over that kid and he's just like ha sucks to be you later and then takes like a hop off this cliff he's like <laughs> shortcut sweet mm-hmm. and i don't just, think he does mean to do that i think it's just like he gets tripped up in the sack maybe i just i've I never seen a sack, sack race like this because like it's literally tied around the person's neck it yeah is. yeah it is so it's just like and, and like, there's obstacles so, so you're just trapped like yeah. you, you you have to finish this race or you die you're just a giant monstrous inchworm there's also like <laughs> logs and shit that people are oh, like, yeah. have, they've created and it's going through the woods and also this rocky crevasse that this guy falls down and it he falls down so long it's almost like hot rod levels of like falling down the hill goes on a while it's like when he finally hits the ground it's like why <laughs> would you have the little kids tied in a burlap sack up that high yeah what the hell's but he like he ends up like in an orange orchard and it's just like he's like dazed and like still in the sack hopping around like oh man where am i and like you see Uncle the Uncle Sam guy's like in the background and he's now of course he's got the cleaver that he stole from yeah. the, the bar- barbecue girl and it's like he's just standing there and I like this shot because they've got three different people in the Uncle Sam costume yeah, but the first one he asks like hey man you know how to get back on the course for the sacrifice <laughs> yeah. he doesn't say anything he's like yeah alright cool yeah. <laughs> nice costume yeah I'll just be down here, like, you know, punch fighting, dancing my way, my anger out or whatever. But, yeah, it's just like he's like he's ready to go back in the race. But he's like, all right, well, smell you later, weirdo. (laughs) And then, like, he hops like three feet and 
Uncle Sam's back there again. He's like, what? And then like starts to get the panic on and yeah. like start to hop, you know, fast hopping. And then like Uncle Sam's like literally right in front of him. So he's got now Uncle Sam has literal actual teleport powers because yes. we can see where he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes. But yeah, he teleports in front of him and just literally lops this dude's head off. He used the, the rib cleaver to, to lop this dude's head off. Yep. Um, and then Uncle Sam goes back to uh, the carnival mm-hmm. and shoots some targets at the local shooting gallery yep. and then steals that gun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's time for Abe Lincoln to perform. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, where's Abe Lincoln? And so they go to find Abe Lincoln and they send the the, the girlfriend of the mm-hmm. Abe Lincoln the character yeah, yeah. over to find him. And she's just like, what the hell are you doing? Let's go. And then touches him. And he's been shot in the head because, of course, that's Abe Lincoln mm-hmm. cosplay real good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a real dedication to the craft. And just pushes him and he falls off the cart. And she's like, oh, no. Yeah. But how was the show? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the cop is there and there's some citizens around. and They're all just like, well, huh, this is a thing. And she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, she literally never gives a fuck that that guy's dead. Well, and no one else does either. Just like, they're like, on with the show. Yeah, but there's a point where somebody goes, well, who, who would shoot him? Why yeah. would they shoot him? And, and of course, Brat Kid pops in. He's like, because he was a criminal. Yeah. He's a crook. And she's just like, she's like shut, shut up. up. Also, you're not even supposed to be here. You're not even supposed to be like, here. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I'm kind of I'm upset that you broke your grounding. But she not- is more upset <laughs> yes. about the kid being there because he's grounded yeah. than she was about her shit heel boyfriend being murdered yep. in the head. Yeah. Yep. But they're all like, well, people look forward to the show all year, so uh, let's just keep going. Yeah. Everyone knows that this man has been shot in the head. Like yep. he has taken Abe Lincoln to the extreme. That lady had a sick temper, <laughs> Tyrannus. <laughs> But uh, everyone's like, well, the hot dogs are free. I'm staying. <laughs> anyway, I'll be, I'll be over here in the Jog and Milk's hot dog booth. <laughs> and meanwhile, like someone comes over to the sheriff and is just like, uh, we've got another problem. We found the kid from the sack race. He's missing his head. And they, the- they find the kid from the sack race's head because barbecue girl goes back to the smoker and it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. She opens it up and is like, ah, and then gets face first into the barbecue. Smoker. Yes. They never mention that she's dead. No, they don't. They're just like, oh, we found another dead kid. Oh, no. They, that's because they found the sack half of him. They found the, the part with missing missing the head. Right. They found yeah, like, they, re- they yeah. identify him by his number. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're like, it's a good thing oh. he registered. <laughs> Otherwise, they would just have no, a saying, huge pickle on their hands. They, that's how they say how they set it up. They're like, we found another one, but he's missing a head. And then it's like cut to rib girl. And it's like she opens it up. It's like, ah, head. And then just, you know, and then no one cares about it. Yeah. Her. She got killed because. But at this point, like, did Robert Forster's like, oh, there's been, like, a murder and there's stuff. There's been, like, like three like, murders. And, and, and his assistant guy's like, you could use this as an excuse to talk about crime. He's yeah. like, you can, this is it work for you. The crowd would love to hear you talk about crime. The crowd that's all still here in the tiny area where three people have been murdered. Uh, only two they know about. So, I know, yeah. but still. Jesus. Only still. two. Only two. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's, <laughs> it's all, t- like, th- this town is so old. They're probably like, ah, that's just like a normal day for cholera for us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i'm just saying this place is like stuck in some time loop mm. <sighs> yeah man <laughs> so yeah but they go forward with it yeah it's just like all right now uh the band's gonna play their tune and we're gonna fireworks fireworks time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and basically you see robert forrester getting strapped to some sort of like lattice fence thing yeah. 
And as as the mayor is asking the assistant, he's like, "Oh, well, I thought the governor was going to speak." He was like, "Oh, well, you know, he's gone yeah, too." He went, he went back to his limo <laughs> to, to change or to practice his lines, and now they can't find him, and Show we don't know where on. he is. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, by the way, it's nighttime. It's yeah. twelve hours have passed. Oh, Three yeah. people are dead, oh. and everyone is still fucking there. <laughs> yeah, and that band is still playing. Yes. He has to stop well, them. This is their moment. He is like, shut up for a second. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do the yeah. fireworks show. Yeah, yeah. he's like, shut it down, patriotic <laughs> Smash Mouth. Get out of here. <laughs> yep, that's enough. Yeah. So well, we're, we're the Abe Lincoln's now. <laughs> so man, like spotlight goes up, and just this fence launches up with Robert Forster well, strapped to it. I'm gonna. I just want to say what the mayor says last year where he he's, he's, he goes, all right, we're doing our fireworks display, but we're going to avoid the tragedy of last year. Yeah. It's a safe fireworks yeah. display. Thanks to the fire part, department for the safety. It's, yeah. it's not going to be a I repeat. I see you out there, little Billy. Not going to get you blinded and scarred again. Yeah. Enjoy we the got sh- you covered. Enjoy the show, Billy. I mean, oops. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you hear it really well. Enjoy the sounds, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Here so, comes the boom. <laughs> man, so this thing launches up, and there's clearly a dude tied to it, and everyone's kind of like, ooh. And so but he's got, he, he's got sparklers. Sparklers and shit impaled into him. stabbed into him. And an American flag stuffed down his throat. And he's just like... And everyone's like, oh. And so... The cop is the only one who even bothers to react He's looking at this like, well, that's not right. And then, so, Uncle Sam is working the fireworks controls because, of course, he's probably killed whoever the person was Mm -hmm. who was doing that. So, he just starts firing everything off, which is just a ridiculous fireworks explosion and the sparklers on him ignite. I feel like maybe there was a brief moment where they explained who was going to set off the fireworks. There is the weirdest <laughs> passing shot and somebody's running by where this dude is getting head from a girl and it's like I think he's sitting at the control board for the fireworks. Okay. Because like there's just this point where like someone goes running by and it might <laughs> it's be, when the sock hop guy yeah, goes I think, by. I think yeah. it's like yeah the sack guy just goes by yeah. and it's like there's this girl pops up and it's like huh? And you know and it's like <laughs> I think maybe perhaps he was at the control board. Okay. And of course, perhaps. sinning, you know, sure. so. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. That was the weirdest like shot. Like, yeah. Okay. That happened. So this is all just exploding and the cop is running up the hill like, like he's going to fucking do something. Mm-hmm. Gets up there to when like the biggest explosion goes off and tumbles back down the hill. As he does this, Uncle Sam is there with a flag that he is planted down into the dirt so that the cop lands through the flag, just impales through mm-hmm. the flag. This is the only, like, really cool kill of the movie because it's just like, what in the actual fuck? Oh, yeah, it was an old <laughs> glorious kill. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny because Uncle Sam gets up to leave and he's still just impaled on this flag that's stuck in the ground. Yep. So there is a shot during one of the largest explosions of this of the mayor on stage who is giving this kind of kind of shaking his head. No, giving this disapproving like I can't believe the second year in a row things have turned deadly. (laughs) Just sad mayor. Just like, man, I'm the worst mayor. (laughs) Well, no, there's still John. (laughs) Well, okay, (laughs) But but he's just got that that man. Everybody fucked it up again. Yep. Look, it's like this town cannot be trusted. Yeah. What what is wrong with you people? We're just trying to have sack races and fun and look what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very disappointed. Yeah, it is, you know, honestly, like like think about it from this guy's perspective. He's like, "All right, there's going to be like patriotic smash mouth. There's going to be a a sack race. There's mm-hmm. going to be ribs. 
you know, it's like Robert Forster is coming. Yeah, the governor's going to show up to talk. I mean, he, he, you know, this guy's like, man, what could go wrong? Yeah. We're going to have fireworks later, best day but ever. they're going to be safe fireworks so little Billy doesn't get blinded and scarred again. Again. You know? Well, and you can only get blinded once. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Already so, bat- so he's <laughs> like, 500 he now. thought he had it all buttoned down. <laughs> yeah. And then Uncle Sam has to show up and just start murdering literally everybody. Well, yes. <laughs> I think that, that might be an allegory. That is the look on the face of a man who's like prepared for everything except random murderer. Yeah. Well, at, the, at this point, it's just it's just pure like, oh, shit, everybody run. Like, they're literally murdering okay. everyone out here. There's one more bit of business before it turns just to chaos running, which is so the the dad of the kid in the wheelchair is just decided that the mom has to go to the emergency room like she's fine Mm -hmm. she's standing there a little freaked out but she's fine but the dad scoops her up and is just like i have to take her to the emergency room someone look after billy no he's just like you wait right here i'll come back and get you (laughs) right and then that's when jody pops up out of nowhere he's like i'll push the wheelchair he's like thanks (laughs) you wait here at the scene of a million murders billy (laughs) i have to carry your mom who is still okay to the emergency room and then so the the kid is pushing the other kid and this is kind of where isaac hayes comes back in the movie and it's just that he's they uh, the jody kid has figured it out yeah well um, mm-hmm. before this there was a brief all right so there's a scene that, that is kind of like the explanation of all the bullshit mm-hmm. beforehand right because like they're there before like the true chaos happens i i want to say it's like some of the murders happen but like people scatter yeah. and for some reason it's like jody the mom and the sister-in-law all end up in like basically end up in the murder barn because like they're in this like props warehouse for the parade or some shit and it's like there are all these instrument of death just yeah, hanging there's around murder the weapons it's, everywhere it's real weird because it's like there's a mallet and like yeah. all this other stuff it's like so your brain just is like watching the scene but going like oh when's that going to come into play right but in a nutshell what they basically explain is like they're finally like all right we finally need to tell him about this it's like mm-hmm Sam was a bad guy. Yep. Sam was a real bad guy. Like he was abusive, you know, and, and basically they, they hit that. Like he was sexually abusive to his sister from a very early age. Mm-hmm. And then like, she was like so happy when he was going to get married just because he would move the fuck out of the house and leave her alone. Yeah. And now she feels really bad that she didn't tell Warren, you know, the now sister. And that's why they're like, you know, you're welcome in our house anytime. Cause I, I feel super guilty for putting this maniac on you. Yep. Yeah, and then there's like so everything you thought about your uncle, he's a real shithead, and it's it's high, high time you woke up and you know smelled yeah. the fucking coffee, Quit calling him a hero. Yeah, yeah. Like, and because at first and, kids and, like and you guys are lying, and they're like, <laughs> right. why? Why? Why would we? Why would yeah. we want you to think ill of the dead? Like we, you know, just we're seriously we're sick of you calling this asshole a hero. And it's like he kind of, sort of, actually, reluctantly, it gets through somehow. He's like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, which is just kind of the shittiest. Because she's like, I'm worried you're going to become him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, you know, I'm real sorry you went through that. Yeah. So you say, you know, I mean, he's he's got that kind of just shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see this coming a mile away. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, but now he kind of becomes the Tommy of Friday the 13th. A little part bit. Four. Yeah. You know, it's like he's, he's kind of with the them, but also I still kind of idolize this guy. And I don't this could go either way kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's. It just because like because now we're too like he he pairs up with Isaac Hayes and the blind kid at a certain point, and it's like they get separated off. The other parents, I don't even remember what the fuck happens. It doesn't even matter. Like 
they end up like running away together, like down the street. Oh, he's like, I got this is really important. I got to take the wife to the hospital. And they're like, we'll we'll push him home. Yeah. And a lot, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And along the way, he's ba- they're basically like, I know I know who this is because the the blind kid and 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 Jody had this conversation yeah, of like, like he taught he touched me. I talked to him and it's like I know who he is. And it's your like, Uncle Sam. Yeah, it's your Uncle Sam. What? Yeah, I don't believe you. And then like Isaac Hayes gets to the mix. And they're like. But they, you're not going to believe us if we tell you who this is, but we know who this is. We got to go to the police. And he's like, I'm not going to believe you. And it's like, it's, a, it's our Uncle Sam. It's like, the only way to find out is we got to go check the coffin. So they stop by the house to check the coffin. And the colonel guy, whoever the hell was like, also turned out to be a shithead. He had a, mm-hmm. he had a scene talking to somebody on the phone. Just like, yeah, I'm going to bang the widow and maybe her sister, too. Because, you know, that's why I signed up for this bereavement shit so I could. You know, just get in the pants of all these sad widows. Yeah. Got it's about like, a 75% success rate, yeah. if you know what I mean. Anyway. Like, oh, you're the batting 750. That's how he <laughs> phrases it. Like, <laughs> like it's a, yeah. It's yeah, just like, yeah. okay, so here's your justification that this guy's shitty, too. Yeah. But anyway. Nice talking to your grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Because you don't ever know who he's talking to. Nope. Yeah. Like, Doesn't matter. Well, I'll, I'll call you again this weekend, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's dead. He's in the car. Yeah, he's dead. He's in the car. They're like, oh, shit, it's actually him. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's some, how Isaac Hayes believes that it's actually because somewhere along the way, also the kid had said like, "Hey, mom, why'd you take you know, Sam's medals off for my bed?" She's like, "I didn't take his medals," and right. that's that's where he that, starts yeah. to be like, "Oh, what?" Yeah. And then the blind kid says this thing. He's like, "Oh my god, it is Sam. He yeah. took the medals and oh shit." So yeah, they're like, "We got to get him." They and walk. It, they well, walk out of the house as the two women are walking up, and the mom's like, "Just the mom, just the yeah, mom, just the mom." mom. And and she's like, "What were you guys doing there?" And they. Are very bad at this part because they're yeah. just like, oh, uh, we're, nothing. We were pressing X to pay respect. We 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 were totally not doing anything. No, <laughs> we were paying respects. Yeah, and uh, see ya. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, then the blind kid's like, I know where I'd go if I was him mm-hmm. to get my wife back, and they're like, to her house. And also, they're like, hey, Billy, wait here. Yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> just gonna put your brake on right here. Well, no, Isaac Hayes is like, we're gonna. You two kids stay here, and then like they're of course just like nah, yeah, like right, <laughs> and they're just with them. But they get to the they get to the sister's house, the, mm-hmm. the, well the ex wife's house, yes, and um and that's when they leave the blind kid outside, just parked. Yeah, it's like well, there's no ramp. Sorry, you're just gonna have to please mm-hmm. wait right here <laughs> because they do this whole thing where like they go in the house and like she pulls a gun on him, a knife, a knife. Yeah, and, and Isaac Hayes has produced an old revolver from his truck or whatever. Yep. And then like they come in like, hold up, like don't don't shoot, like we're you know Sam's back, he's trying to murder us. And then like basically she's like she kind of is like on board right away, like I knew something was up. This is this has him all over it. It's like yeah, this checks out. Yeah, because he, he you know he basically he liked killing. Yeah, he wasn't a good soldier. He just liked killing. They had mm-hmm. that whole discussion. But yeah, Isaac Hayes goes in the kitchen to like call nine one one, and I like the like again this place is stuck in the some place in the past because they got a rotary phone right and while he's dialing he's like nine <laughs> one one it's mm-hmm. like thanks yep thanks for that and he looks over and he sees the uncle sam mask mm-hmm. and he's like oh no <laughs> um yeah uncle sam is here mm-hmm. yeah he's, taking he's off. ditched the mask he's just the so mask he's... he's just gross man he looks yeah. like swamp thing yeah mm-hmm. juicy <clears throat> face yep guy and he's just like hey <laughs> yeah and real like Almost immediately, the kid and Isaac Hayes have this conversation of, like, go get the cannon. Well, Isaac Hayes gets thrown <laughs> through the, like, they've got this, like, yeah. cheap partition between the kitchen thing. Yeah. And he gets thrown through that, and you're like, oh, Isaac Hayes is dead. And he's just, he's like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And, like, gets up. And then, like, yeah, kid's like, go get the cannon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, good thinking. Okay. Let, let me just say a thing where this movie, again, fucks the fuck up mm-hmm. in its 
I mean, like it, all the pieces were there. So he drives back and goes and gets the cannon, you know, chains it to the back of his truck and drives off with it. Now, he drives off without collecting any of the cannonballs. You, you very clearly see them sitting in the shot left behind. Well, those are always like all welded together. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying you don't see any. He didn't take any. He chains the cannon up and drives away. Mm-hmm. Now, in the opening, in his scene's introduction, as they're panning his belongings, yeah. he's got this box with these two like gold brass balls in them that have a, a message from Sam. Sam gave these to him and said something like, these are almost bigger than yours, Sam. Yeah, whenever you need a pair of real balls, yeah. take these. And, and then, I, but they're in like that case, like there's those like, you know, sure. you know massage kind uh, yeah, sort of Yeah, the Benoit ones. balls. But yeah. like... I think that's something different. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty sure that's something different. Jeff. I understand. All right, <laughs> they're a different kind of massage uh, yeah. for your vagina. That's why I was saying the, the David Bowie style, like you know, twinkly ball things. Twinkly ball things. <laughs> which, which, by the way, there was a guy doing that at the Fourth of July. There I think. was. Yes. This guy with like the he, he might be probably a devil sticks later. He's just like, look at kids. I got the globe thingies. Woo. My point is yes. that when you first see those and then you see him firing a cannon later in the movie, you're like, oh, I bet he's going to use those to kill Uncle Sam because nope. which it is implied that he does because he only fires two shots, but, but they, you... they never bother going like, no. all right, it's time. I need some real balls. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. So check, check off the balls. <laughs> check off these balls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just broke Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> check off the balls. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Um. So he drives back, and the kid is just kids having a, a conversation with Uncle Sam, and he's like, "I want to be like you, Uncle Sam." And Uncle Sam's like, "Well, to be like me, you got to be dead. You want to be dead, Jody?" And she's <laughs> yeah. like, "Sure." And he goes, "Are you enlisting?" Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, but first, why don't we walk outside so everyone can see us together?" And, yeah. That I'm not afraid of you. Come yeah. on. And he's like, okay, that checks out. <laughs> Let's go. That so, seems like a perfectly normal thing. No so, ulterior motives. Man, they walk outside, and the kid in the wheelchair is like, don't worry. He's going to get out of the way. And Isaac Hayes is like, he's not getting out of the way. He's like, don't worry. He's he, he's smart. He's going to get out of the way. Well, it's so, kind of, this, this kid's earned, like, he got the, the other kind of sight. He got the shine. He did. He got the shine. Yeah. Um, so basically, the kid eventually ducks out of the way, and, and, and yeah, Isaac Hayes fires the first cannon shot. And just explodes the front of this house. Oh, the, yeah. pretty much the whole fucking house. Well, no, not the, the first shot, just basically the porch. Okay. Like the front of the porch is on fire. Yeah. And it's just a huge flame and the kid's on the ground and it's all in slow motion. And you're like, okay, he's going to walk through the flames. Okay. He's going to walk through the flames. Takes a while, but eventually he walks through the mm-hmm. flames and he's like, okay, so here's a guy on, on fire mm-hmm. coming after the kid. And the kid, of course, can now not get up for some reason. And this is just a long, like, Isaac Hayes has to load another shot into the cannon, which... It's more that he can't get this stupid lighter to light. He has that, too. But it's just... So that takes a while, and then he lights it, and then it takes a while for the fuse to go down. And eventually, the second shot launches Uncle Sam deep into the house, just flings him through the air, through the house, and then basically the entire house explodes. I don't... This might be the first time I I recall seeing, like, a full-fledged, like... It's not like the air ramp. It's more like the, the yoink back cable. Yeah. But I don't know that I've ever seen like the yoink back cable with a guy that's already on fire, like to this extent. Like, because yeah. this, this is some distance. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this person or th- dummy goes flying. Uh, everything blows up real good. Yeah. But yeah. And then everyone's like, hey, we saved the day, sort of. Um, and then they have like this little like 
sort of like wrap up thing where he's burning all his GI Joes and shit in the backyard. <laughs> like, I mean, he's just got a big barrel and he's just like dumping in GI Joe things into yeah, this. Yeah, like, he throws the hiss tank in there. Yep. And I was like, oh, I never had one of those when I was a kid. And it burns and goes. This. Mackie made a very accurate statement about what happened in the scene. He was cured of his patriotism. Yes, his patriotism was gone. <laughs> they, they did not care. He was no longer a patriot, and he was very happy for it. Yes. But then they have like this slow zoom in on him, and they kind of freeze frame it. Yeah, because the mom is like, way to go, Jody. I'm glad you're not yeah. a patriot anymore. And it's just that Friday the 13th ending it of really kid is. turns around and it's just like, ha-ha, yeah. I am the evil now. Because- Except that they made Uncle Sam, too. He'd be a teenager, and he'd be like the only one that's like comes in with like the sawed-off shotgun. Like, I know how to fucking kill Uncle Sam. Let's do this. Yeah, because yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, because with Tommy they Jarvis, would forget yeah. this ending entirely. Because yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> no one ever has the guts to stick to the ending from the previous. Movie. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis is like the only one who was like, "I have a shot against you know, yeah, against Jason. Mm-hmm. I know this. It's yeah, Unix, just right." <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it, it's over. And then over the closing credits, we get a poem from known poet William Smith. <laughs> yes, a uh, uh, a real bummer of a poem about Desert Storm, mm-hmm. which. For a movie that wasn't that joyful to begin with, to uh, to go out with closing credits of just like, hey, Desert Storm sucked. Am I right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you're you're right. Thanks. Okay. I mean, you weren't yep. in it because you were like 60, but, you know, I guess it still kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yes. you do a, did a USO show over there. It's like, yes, hey, I'm sure William Smith hey, did a USO show. <laughs> you want some free smokes? <laughs> Philip Morris sent me here. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> he just threw he cigarettes. Out. He just like flew over in a B-52, just dropping cigarettes yes. on the troops. <laughs> I got Winston's and Salem's. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Movie's over. It is. Yeah. Does that qualify for a Stargrove? Mm, no. Okay. No. It's just a dude reading a poem. Fine. Yeah. Fair enough. It's just a dude reading a poem. As just a gravelly do. ass dude yeah. reading a gravelly ass poem. Yep. Yep. But now yeah. we are forced to rate this. Yeah. Uh, Man, I was way lower until we started talking about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm only going to go one bag. Okay. One bag's on this one. Because I, I don't think I can recommend it. Because it just, it doesn't have any flair and it's like, what should be working in the whole like you know ironic thing about it just doesn't and it just takes so long getting to where it's going and it's so boring and dull getting there for so long that yeah i i just i can't i can't push ahead and it's like it's also it just hasn't it doesn't establish its mythos at all. Like how this guy's alive like it doesn't there are no rules there's no anything it's just like all right this guy is evil and he's back and yep. it never really goes anywhere with anything that it's actually setting up and that sucks and you just have to hang around with that fucking kid the whole time <laughs> and god it, uh. but in us discussing it 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 felt more fun i think than it was mm-hmm. so i mean like my initial rating was three bags but i'm bumping it up to one okay because yeah that house blows up real good it at does. the end it does, and yeah. it's tough to give bags to a movie with a house that blows up that good. I'm, yeah. com- I'm coming but to grips with that it's, myself. It yeah. still has. It's still. I'm still. I have to go one bag. Yeah. Um. I can. 
I think I can stick to your original commitment of three bags. I'm still at three bags, even though I did enjoy talking about this. As horror movies go, this isn't remotely scary. It's not remotely gory. And if they're going for comedy bits, they it's like they attempt it and then they shy away from it immediately. So there's literally no draw to this whatsoever. There, mm-hmm. There's not scares, there's not gore, and there's not jokes. So what in the blue hell are we doing here? Yeah. I understand this movie kind of thinks it has something to say, but I don't care. Like whatever it is going for in terms of saying something, I don't care. If it is hardcore right wing, don't burn the flag, fuck you dope smokers and Vietnam draft dodgers, this is what you get, it's doing that horribly. Mm-hmm. If it's satire of that, it's doing it horribly. It's not doing anything right. And that's disappointing, especially considering the last movie we saw this dude make was Maniac Cop 2, which is fucking balls out crazy. Yep. And I'm it not is. saying this movie has to be that, but like like you were saying about its own mythos, it's it's you would think like all these little things along the way, they would cut back to the coffin and it would just be a little more signs of life from the dude. Like eventually mm-hmm. the crazy swastikas and flag burning in the cemetery, even though it's not tied to him whatsoever. That's the thing that gets him like, I'm alive. I must revenge. But none of those other things matter. And then it just becomes a random murder fest. And, yeah. you know, like the one girl didn't even get to smoke the weed. And she got killed mm-hmm. for it. Like, why? So it's just it's just a random murder. Yeah, fest. It just becomes like if a conservative hates it, it's got to die. Yes. It's just I I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe it would have made more sense to me in the time like maybe the mindset of the mid 90s, I would have been like, oh, yeah, OK, this is this is what this is how America feels right now. Mm-hmm. I, I get this. I get what you're trying to say. But we are so far removed from that, that this just doesn't make any sense. This might as well be a 50s Rockwell kind of like who like mm-hmm. what is good. Yeah. Yeah. It This movie's flummoxing. It's just I don't get it. So it, it's weird. And I, I, I've been all over the place with my rating on this movie, like all the way from like almost giving it one jocks to like three bags. I mean, I'm, I'm literally all over the place with this because like my explosion loving brain sees that ending and it's like, that's kind of fucking glorious. Mm-hmm. But my fellow horror scholar that we are, this movie is atrocious in so many ways mm-hmm. because it doesn't, it, it, it leaves dangling plot threads that, that mean nothing like you said, you get absolutely no explanation for his supernatural powers. Um, yeah, just being a piece of shit. Yeah, isn't that... doesn't mean you get to come back to life. <laughs> right. Yeah, because thankfully, mean, like, like you know, Hitler would still be alive if that were true. Because right. biggest piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, the only thing like it's made by the guy who made Maniac Cop. Right. Which is like, how did Maniac Cop come? At, like, it's just kind of that same sort of thing. Yeah, but at least that's like that was like an injustice. Fun. Though I mean, fun. that guy had a major beef. Sure. Yeah. Like he went about it the wrong way after he became a zombie cop, but mm-hmm. yeah. he had an issue, <laughs> right? But yeah, I mean, just just on a horror principle alone, this this movie breaks a lot of uh, horror tropes. And I mean, I'm not saying you can't go outside the mold, but this just feels like like I know a lot of people like them, but the Silent Night, Deadly Nights, like those. I'm sorry. They're just they don't feel like they're for me. And I feel like we've seen well, we've seen the first one and the one that's completely not related. We saw the first one and the fourth one. Fourth one. Yeah. So I just 
there's something about those that is just so haphazard to me that I can't enjoy them because it doesn't follow like the Grimm's fairy tale myth of don't do this. You know, that like, oh, you're going to go out in the woods and you're going to get eaten by a wolf. So therefore, don't go out in the wolves because we'll tell you tall tales about going out in the woods, mm-hmm. you know. And so it doesn't follow that. And it, and it doesn't even like follow the, like the weird Japanese horror like ah, our things just anything can happen to anybody. This is like skirting some line between the two and never picking a side. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like it doesn't work as satire, as you said, because it's not it's not obvious enough which side they're picking. You know, it's just, it's like it can't, it just, it's like so many 90s things. It like can't decide. It just has to, it like ends up being wishy-washy because it can't pick a side of where it wants to be. Is it horror? Is it comedy? Is it action? It's, it, it kind of fails at all of them. Um, so yeah, like it, it's weird because like, yeah, I, I enjoy making jokes about the kills and things like that. But like on, on a pure movie level, I kind of fucking hate this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I, I I I ah. that first third is really bad. It's real bad. It? It's real bad. I mean, when it comes to the kill fest, it gets a little better, but not by much. And I think I got to join you at three bags. Like, okay. The more I talk about it, like the less I like it. Like I mean, said, like I, my, my my rating is just literally. I was gonna split the difference for a second, but yeah, I'm just like I'm kind of so angry about like not even just like you said, just have him have a moment where where uh, Isaac Hayes goes like, oh yeah, the cannonballs, like the. Those things I had set up in that shot earlier, just anything like pay off anything that you've set up. Like, why did why show us the murder room that they were hiding out then right. to never use any of those things unless it was like even even just be clever enough to be like because they, they could have done like the here's the, the, the someone drew around where the things belong like anal retentive people do. You know, like and there's one not there. Well, no, no, no. Like that's where the fucking garden shears came from. Oh, like just anything sure. to be like, oh, well, that's where you got the garden shears. Just yeah. fucking just a little something. Yeah. Just like just 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 try. Yeah, you know, just. it's like each kill sequence is its own little short film mm-hmm. with its own beginning and ending, and none of them are meant to tie together. Yeah, and that's that's weird. I mean, like even the most nonsensical Friday the Thirteenth movies, he's basically upgrading weapons as he goes. Yes, and yeah, th- like I said, this is this feels like it's someone who saw Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. It was their favorite one, and I'm here to tell you, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, I mean, that and eight are pretty much your t- worst two, probably, in nine. I mean, so, like, <laughs> there's a lot of them that are well, bad. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them <laughs> are bad, but like, you know, there's there's charms about a lot of the other ones. Sure. Something, something going for them, but like four, eight, and nine are like the worst ones. Yeah. I mean, by far. Like, that's not the one you want to emulate at all. You know? I don't know. I just. I, I, there's got to be a story behind this. I mean, these two guys. Oh, yeah. Larry like, Cohen and William Lustig is just. I, I feel it's, it's got to be some kind of I'm, I can't imagine the studio interference, but it feels like it where they're like, oh, you can't do that. That's too much. You can't do this. That's too much. But I feel like like there was more one liners and they were like, no, serious. Like, this has got to be a serious thing. Well, it's weird because the first the, the two one liners that are there feel like they're 80 yard in mm-hmm. like they weren't even there to begin with. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. stick to it. Like, are you going to keep doing that or not? Yeah. Yeah. Pick a side. Yeah. Yeah, it's, what a bummer. But happy birthday, America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Let's take a break.
All right, welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamfcast. Bamfcast. We took a break. Now we're back. Yeah, we did. Um, am I the only one who watched anything? Yes. Oh, really? Okay, then I'll I'll try to be quick because I, I think Mackie has things to do. So I yeah. watched the thing that's so I've not even worth talking about. So. Well, I mean, I'm going to. No, ra- you guys go ahead. Let's I'm, talk. I'm going to rapid fire a couple things that I watched that are mostly inconsequential. I just want to mention them because okay. they're good. Um, as far as like, first I'll talk about new things, and then I will backtrack with my little rapid fire thing. Uh, new things that I, that I've never seen. Um, one is pretty new. I watched the latest A Star Is Born remake. Ah, I think oh. num- number Trey. I think it's number three. I think it's the third time of that. Well, that is Trey. Yeah. yeah, that's the one with Braga. <laughs> what? Oh, is Bradley that what, and is that, is Lady Gaga. Is that, is that their Braga? Is that their cutesy name? I don't know. I oh. just made it up. Oh, I, probably is. Okay, because that's how our shit society works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Now confession time. I've only ever seen part of the... The only other one I've seen any bits of is the Christopherson and Barbara Streisand one. All right. I've never even watched the whole movie. Okay. Um, so I'm just letting you know. Like, I have no no mm. reference to the Judy Garland one, I think it was. I've never seen back. a frame of any of them, so... And there may be even been an older one, for all I know. Sure, from so, 1915. Sure. Um, yeah. All right. So that movie starts off good, and it, then it gets progressively worse. Oh. Uh... Yeah, it just goes into mel- some melodramatic melodramatic bullshit by the end of that movie. And I know it's because it's based on some old story, but it's like, it just, it feels like, you know, if you do a remake, you don't have to do exactly the same thing, you know? And I feel like that's what they did. Not having the frame of reference, having seen the old ones, I just feel like they were like, yeah, we have to go here because that's what this story entails. Mm-hmm. Um, here, all right, here's the thing. And I, and... I was trying to have this conversation with someone older who might remember when the, at least when the, the Streisand one came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out like where her star meter was when she made that movie. Like was she already super ultra mega famous or was that like still pretty early in her career? Or was like that was something that helped propel her to being more famous. Mm. I feel like it was, she was already pretty well established by the time she made that movie. More of as a recording as a, artist. As a recording artist. Yes. So this was more like kind of like the Lady Gaga thing. Like, hey, look, she can act too. Right. Um, all right so hey look <laughs> so i mean to me that kind of belittles the the thing in this movie like i feel like if they just gone out and found somebody who isn't ultra mega world famous mm-hmm. some rando yeah some rando just with like incredible talent this movie would work so much better and i'm not saying anything bad about lady gaga in this movie she's she's fine like from an acting standpoint she's fine and sometimes occasionally kind of good the the problem is is like you're supposed to have this like epiphany when suddenly she starts belting out a song you know like oh my god she's amazing and it's like well yeah she's yeah, Lady Gaga <laughs> I I've been alive for like the past what 10 15 years or whatever sure. you know like no Longer. shit you know what I'm saying I'm just well, I've, yes I've been alive I'm saying in the time that she's been relevant but yeah it's it just to me it it, it belies the entire epiphany of like hey look she can sing it it's like yeah no shit like. You know, I know she's not wearing a meat dress, but I still know that's Lady Gaga. You know, like, like what the fuck? Right. But I will say that, like, from an acting standpoint, Bradley Cooper is fucking nailing this. Like, what he is doing in this movie is like, it's obvious. It feels like it's a vanity project for him to get to do a thing, like to be something outside of his normal thing. Right. And so it's like everything else about it, you know, and also go like, hey, shit, he can sing and stuff. You know, like. It's just by the time it's over and it's like it gets to the melodramatic bullshit, I was just like, no, no, <laughs> like, like I just 
I can't recommend it overall because of that. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a thing worth watching, and it's it's on it's made its way to like HBO and stuff now, so it's you know fairly easy to watch. Hopefully, you haven't canceled immediately after Game of Thrones to your HBO. But yeah, no. If you haven't done that, you know you can check it out. Just sure. Some of the songs are okay. Some of them are not great. Cool. Um, I have not heard any of them. There, I heard one was popular. That maybe it's time one seemed like it got some radio airplay for a mm-hmm. minute or two. All right. But yeah, I wouldn't even say that's like the catchiest song. Like there's a really, yeah, there's just, there's weird places this goes. But yeah, it's like, it starts with like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to be into this. And then just by the end, it's like, mm, I'm really not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other one is a, it's a new movie to me, but not as new to everyone else. I just finally got around to watching Hidden Figures. Uh, I've been super into space, like people getting mm. back on board with like space being cool and people going like, yeah. fuck yeah, we went to the moon. Yeah. I mean, a long ass time ago, but we went to the moon. That was cool. So I was like, yeah, you know, I never saw this movie and I probably should have. And yeah, I totally should have. That's a great fucking movie. <laughs> like that's one of those movies where it's like people were you know really liking that movie and it's well deserved um it's it, it's weird because it's it, it takes you on such an emotional roller coaster only only i mean it's i don't mean this in the, in the worst way it, it's a very parent safe movie you know it's like it's one like so many of these like we say like oh it's a parent's movie where it's just like that was fine but i mean like this is a movie you can show just about anybody they should see it and it's like the only thing that's offensive is the fact that it's like Hey, guess what? You live through this shit. Like you right. were alive when this bullshit was happening, and that's not that long ago. Yeah. Like that's why didn't you stop this? I'm just saying, like that's that's the that's the sh- most shocking thing about it is like all of this talk about like you know it's 50 years since Apollo 11, you know, or, or and all this, and it's like you start to like put it in your head of like, fuck, that's not that long ago, and then it's like, well, just a few years before that, like we had segregated bathrooms and shit and all of this, mm-hmm. and it's just like. I, I don't know why it's like I know history and I know that was like happening, but like seeing it in in context of like here's NASA and that shit was happening and it's mm-hmm. like it just it, it suddenly clarifies it in a way that I never thought possible. Like it's just to, I always think like, oh, yeah, fucking, you know, that's a South thing where they they were everyone was fucking dirt farmers and you know it's like it's, it's easier to well, i'm just i'm saying like it, it's easier to just like like to switch to the dirt mines every day it's easier to dismiss it as like oh yeah that's a product of the fucking bullshit south like way yeah. back when it, you know it was like depression era and it's like no, no it was it's, everywhere it's really not like yeah. it's like you know these are college educated people that were still just like yeah inferior people and it's like the fuck people like you know this is this movie just like really brings it forward you know and it, like i said it's that sounds so dumb to say but mm-hmm. watching literal rocket scientists still have bigotry it's like the fuck <laughs> like you know yeah. aren't you smarter yeah than this? i mean it's just like <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you like you're a goddamn rocket scientist <laughs> you know the fuck yeah makes sense but no it's great i mean all the like performances that like through and through are great and it's 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 a wonderful biopic Oh, um, and like, like I said, it's like you'll go through the range of emotions because it's like you're just watching this. Like, I can't believe it wasn't that long ago that we were doing this bullshit into like, fuck, yeah, things this awesome mm-hmm. go. You know, it's just yeah. it, it's it's like it, you're you're a witness to some horrible times in our past. But by the end, it's like, here's a happy ending. And it's like and it's earned and mm-hmm. deserved. Yeah, so. I just want to clarify parents movie the way 
I originally defined it was that's fine. Like it's Chuck well, no, movie. no, it's more like there's not really any conflict. Sure, no, yeah, and things just work out at the end. Yeah, yeah, like it's just kind of like a hangout and watch this and oh you're not going to be challenged at all you know I, that that's kind of what i've always seen, seen a parents movie as like there may be some conflict but not really it's a movie your parents might own yeah it's like oceans eight is a parents movie yeah you know i like i like oceans eight but like any conflict is resolved within like 20 seconds yeah after yeah. it starts and there's not like a random blowjob scene or something no. in it where it's just like oh we don't like that it's that's, just it's that's, one of those movies where it's like we meant. have three movies to choose from would you like to watch hidden mm. figures or field of dreams yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with why not both What's wrong with building dreams? Nothing. I'm just saying oh, it's, it's it's one of those movies that's fucking you safe. Can show your parents. They, they both have Kevin Costner in them. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, I I meant parents movie in that there's nothing, I mean, other than racial epithets and things like that. It's oh. like there's nothing particularly. Oh God, like this scene, like yeah. uh, you know, like yes, you know, I mean, there there's time period things where it's like uh, cringe, but it's not like yeah, it's not like here's random blowjob scene you know, or something like that, right. like. I, a true only because figure. like I, I I am I am immediately brought because I'm I'm using my own parents as a, as a springboard for this I because of Octavia Spencer being in both I am immediately reminded that like an equally fascinating movie about a time period is The Shape of Water and they were just like no that what the that was a terrible movie what was that about that was awful and it's like mm-hmm. yeah because there's fish fucking yeah yeah but I'm like she's also equally awesome in this and playing almost like the same kind of sassy character mm-hmm. and it's like there's so much I like I'm pretty sure in a couple of years I will I will mix up scenes from one movie to the other because <laughs> it's like okay super secret science area mm-hmm. you know she's in this and I'm going to like misplace a scene yeah in my head you know just because but mm-hmm. and then all right so I, I promised for some rapid fire things do we do we have emails or anything just you're looking to like I was just checking breaking up okay I don't remember if you played any last week so mm, no I don't think we did nah. we have um, voicemail but no, I actually have one thing I can talk about. Okay. Go for it, please. Because you're you're speaking of historic figures. Yes. Uh Jen and I watched Historical Roasts on Netflix, which is Jeff Ross's uh weird little roast program where they roast historical figures like Abraham Lincoln and Anne Frank and Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> and they have all these uh improv actors, you know, basically being those characters and then they have presenters that are roasting them. Like huh. like presenters, like people that would be as, uh, associates of them, actually. Uh, like Rosa Parks is one of the roasters for Martin Luther King that, Jr. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yes. Okay. The Anne Frank one is, if you're going to watch one of them, you need to watch the Anne Frank one. This, okay, this is the first I've even heard of this. It's great. But this <laughs> is the most 2019 thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Why I, is that? I. It just sounds like the man wow just the way entertainment has gotten just like all right what if we just have rosa parks roast martin luther king jr one of them is cleopatra norm mcdonald is it's like (laughs) it's like six episodes and they're 30 minutes each so you can blitz through it in a night real quick i mean is it like a fucking dean martin roast are they just like going for it yes like finally hitler is one of the roasters for anne frank and he's played by gilbert godfrey well of course it is. <laughs> and they explained by the end that, yes, they picked the loudest, most obnoxious Jew they could possibly find to play Hitler. I'm going to have to see this before I pass judgment on it, but it's great. Okay. Okay. We both loved it. This just sounds like a thing that in like five years, 
there's just going to be a screenshot of this floating around like, the fuck were you doing? <laughs> yeah. Is this in your watch history? <laughs> but I'd rather watch that than any of like the Comedy Central roasts at this point. I, okay, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing that in my head. Just a big stage and a dumb crowd. Basically, imagine combining that with like drunk history. That's okay. And that's kind of what right. you've, what you've received. Yeah. It's pretty good. Lisa Lampanelli comes out and talks about <laughs> no, it. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Definitely not. But she uh, she on the, the MLK roast that seems to be in your kind of her wheelhouse. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just asking. There yeah. are some surprising people who play these the characters in it. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's all. You, you, just, you just about struck me dumb there. I just want you to know that. Okay. Yeah. I Jen just finds random shit. And I walk in, I'm like, hey, what are you watching? She's like, oh, this is... I think if the world were not on fire, this would be the most controversial thing that ever happened. <laughs> yeah, but nobody cares. I know. I'm just saying... Well, you this... have Hitler telling jokes about Anne Frank. <laughs> if this... And then Anne Frank telling jokes back about Hitler. I think if this happened three years ago... <laughs> this is a Netflix show? Yes. Netflix would be on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, Netflix. nobody cares because Netflix just threw out like 50,000 shows sure. since then sure, that I have know. already buried well, it. Apparently, we're getting a punk show or a prank show on people that are looking for employment. So I, Netflix is just I like, think no that way. One may have, yeah. That can't happen. There's no way that that show happens. I mean, no maybe, maybe Netflix just actually wants to get canceled. Maybe they're like going the South Park route. Like, we've really made all the money. So like... Just please. Take Unless the pranks are the people end up with better jobs than what they thought they were going in there to get for the in the first place. Fine. But no, if this is just fucking people with people looking for employment, there's no way that makes air. I don't care if like, no way. End, I, I don't care at the end. They're like, hey, here's hit $50,000 for your trouble. It really doesn't make any better. No. Like it does not fix the emotional state of that person. No. So I, I don't even want to get on that fucking soapbox, but yeah. whatever. It's like, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about anyway. your things. Um. So I'll I'll talk about what most people consider boring, and then I'll move up from there. Um, sometime a little while back, they finally on like iTunes and everywhere got the f- uh, 4K upres of 2001. Oh, um, Ooh. the the cool thing a about that. Is, so do it's you a, get it if you already had it. Uh, or do you have to buy the 4K upgrade? So here's the weird thing. Like I I'm pretty sure I just bought it when I saw it was 4K and it was like here it's 4.99. I was like yeah, click mm. buy. Yeah. Um, but I've noticed some of my things where they promised the HD to 4K conversion have now dropped back down to HD. Yeah. Oh, like my, Baby Driver. Like yeah. Baby Driver is now HD, and I'm like I'm pretty sure I bought that digitally specifically when it was 4K. Mm-hmm. Well, what the shit? But anyway, that all that aside, uh. That's worth firing it up because not only does the movie look fantastic, but there are there's like two and a half, almost three hours worth of extra stuff on that. Mm. There's like some um, fantastic interviews and crazy things like that. Um, there's there's things that are like like completely tangentially related to it. It's like there's one whole thing that's just like hosted by Kira Duella, the you know uh, Dave <laughs> from the movie, um, <laughs> where it's just like it's. It's basically just him talking and it's like it's part interviews and, and excerpts where one of the things that they at some point they were going to put like a 20, 15, 20 minute prelude to the movie um, with various scientists and sci-fi authors of the time just kind of hypothesizing about 
uh religion and uh god and the concept of like advanced civilizations and stuff mm-hmm. and then like they were like well the movie's already really long and we're just not going to do that <laughs> basically kind of thing so they've got some excerpts and bits and quotes and stuff from that so that's kind of fascinating there's there's just like there's a ton of bonus material that's that's pretty interesting related to that movie mm. so that's kind of worth checking out mm. yeah now i gotta go do all that yeah <sighs> someone the only thing i'll say it about is like you know poor kirdola is just like sitting in, in what's i'm sure his house and it's like being the fact that it's like at least the extras are at least in hd if not 4k they don't say on like itunes for the extras but it was like someone needed to get him a lint brush like <laughs> I, you know what i hate that i i see that in every hd interview i see in I'm extras like, now i'm like dude like yeah, it's. I can clearly see, yeah. like, just my. I I hate that. That's where my eyes go at this point. Why well, I just, I just like, like I, you got a cat. I, well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I I've done video production stuff, and when you put someone on camera, you go like, everything all right? Your yeah. hair out, not out of place. Like, let's do this. Yeah, you know, especially when there's cut. There's obvious times for cuts. Yes, and it's like they never. It's like it's not like okay, we came back from this and we fixed it. It's it's just there the whole time. Whatever. Yeah, but. Th- those are fascinating and the other thing i i bought i bought on the cheap it's not in 4k or anything but it's just uh, i was going through my library and i was like it's time to watch this again um i just echoing what everyone in the universe hopefully already knows the iron giant is great i rewatched that oh yeah it is yeah um i just it was going through that and i realized i'd never watched that i think it's called the signature edition where they added a little bit of changes they kind of mildly special editioned it really yeah so like there's one extra scene that they completely like came back in and animated in the same style to add in and then there was another part where it's a quickest little like flash when the tv's on it was like a commercial for something and um brad bird always wanted it to be a commercial for tomorrowland the when it was because it's when it was taking place mm-hmm. and it just opened mm-hmm. and at the time it's like that disney wasn't playing with that but then you know disney i guess acquired the rights to that movie so they're like sure yeah you can do that and and then of course he went on to direct the tomorrowland movie but it's not like he said it was like from the very beginning i didn't know i was going to be doing you know 10 plus years later i was going to be making a tomorrowland movie it's just i really wanted that in the thing it was like and so like that's other commercials like taken out and the tomorrowland things put Mm -hmm. back in so (laughs) it's 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 very minor changes but you know i was like well it's an excuse to rewatch this movie yeah so it's it's definitely like no Star Wars special edition. It's not like you're gonna go like ah that that's not supposed to be there. Hmm. But it looks really good. It's good, really good HD transfer that's out there, and it's still a great movie. Yeah, I, I just forgot how shockingly good like hand drawn animation looks, and like how much I miss it. Is that is that a 4K version as well, or it's, is uh, it just it's just, a, it's HD. just HD? But it looks it still looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that movie like that's one of the few movies that no matter how many times I see it, it could just it will wreck me by the end like I'm a fucking blubbering mess it doesn't that that one doesn't really have that effect to me but but I can see why it's not it's not the thing that t- tends to get me I mean it, it kind of is because there's like the I don't know for some strange reason if you haven't seen the Iron Giant I won't talk about the ending but you should yeah just the Superman part yeah is like that all, will always get me like like I, and I can't even tell you how many times I've seen that movie now on the flip side do not watch the extras on that do not watch the extras on the Iron Giant Really? Yeah. Like, especially if you really love the movie, you don't... That's one of those things you don't want to see how the sausage is made. Because I was like... I was actually more curious, like, I was... Obviously, I know who some of the cast is, but I was like, I I don't know who this kid is, or like, you know, was he in anything else at the time? I was like, I was going to hit, like, the, let me see the voice people in this. Mm. And... 
oh, fucking Vin Diesel of that time period just can eat a fucking dick. He's like in the goddamn booth with like round mirrored sunglasses on in a fucking sound booth. No. And it's just like, <laughs> no. so he's dressed like Triple yeah. X. <laughs> yeah, he is. And then it's just like he's doing like <laughs> rock. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. fuck, no. I don't want to see this. Like, I don't need to see yeah. Vin Diesel that I now can't stand doing this thing that I love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do not hit the play on that one for sure. Okay. Just, yeah. There's there's like a another longer documentary in there with which I may p- take the bullet. And I've already kind of broken the illusion, so I may watch that one and report back. But I didn't have time to watch the, like, it was like a 30, 45 minute long documentary thing. But also just, I know they made something great, but like so many people had this like, the editing style was like this 90s like hey giant like yeah hbo first look bullshit feel yeah. to it it's like oh yeah those extras i'm like i'm like suck. i'm like i don't like the attitude of this you're taking a great thing and like making it like yeah check out Iron giant. oh they'll have like clips between too yeah, yeah. like yeah i was just like i don't think i want to hit play on that yeah the vintage tarnished. featurettes are the worst fucking things that have ever existed yeah but just i'm just here to say again watch that movie and and if you haven't watched like a hand drawn animated movie in a while, which it has been a while for me, like it'll it'll be shocking, like in a good way. Like just be like, damn, this shit looked good. Like why did we stop? I mean, I know it's incredibly difficult to do, but why did we stop mm-hmm. doing this? Yeah, it's because it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Okay, contact information. Well, just go to bmfcast.com. Really, I mean, I know we do all these things every week, but all the buttons are there buttons take you to all our socials it's true they're actually there this time so just like (laughs) start there because like you can click for everything you know the important ones are like you know you can call the garfield line yeah garfield hotline phone thing line right yeah Yeah, it's 9105 jacks bmf that's 9105569263 correct um and also check out patreon.com slash bmf cast because it wouldn't be a podcast without someone saying the word patreon and we give you stuff for your your dollar or more. Um, we try to give as much as we possibly yeah. can. Like we have a whole extra podcast. Like if you don't know anything about it, like Chuck and I do basically like a whole other first half Bavcast every week. We sure do. Um, but you're usually like more loosey goosey with the rules. Like mm-hmm. you know things could be over ninety minutes. We are doing sometimes we'll do like a quote unquote good movie because we're trying to get to terrible sequels. Yeah. So like when you see like why'd you do the Poseidon Adventure or <laughs> the first Crow? It's like because we're trying to get the fucking Jimmy Cuervo Crow. Yeah. Not that like we're like the Crow sucks even though it kind of does. But you know also we, true. Yeah. We, <laughs> we didn't like it set out like yeah this is gonna be terrible. Ha ha. Yeah. Like we were just like we have to watch this to have yeah. reference. That's not a bad movie podcast. Right. That is just we have extra time on our hands. Yeah. And we're like mm-hmm. man let's explore something that had like eight sequels like we did way too many amityville movies yeah we did and there's still more <laughs> that, yeah. that will never die yeah and the patreon you get what a month early when it's actually relevant a lot of the time mm-hmm. yes so you're not getting christmas in late february in early february and you, and you have the right to vote on what movies we watch yep. you do yep every week yep five five bucks get you an extra podcast completely mm-hmm. doctor who you Yes, where we, we watch Doctor Who episodes. We have and discuss expert them. media, uh, like median guy. Like I've seen some of the Doctor Who's, and then like somebody's uh, never seen him. Median guy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kind of you know. Give uh, me some candy. Yeah, it's a good balance. So I'm like, I'm like, what's a Cyberman? I don't know. And you guys could be like, well, well, well let me tell you the history of the Cyberman. Cyberman yeah. first appeared, and yeah. yeah, all that. They just tip their metal hats and say Cyber Milady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cyber gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, let's cyber get the hell out of here. <laughs>
That sounds great. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that's kind of your show. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to say that. You broke me. You took my lines twice. Yeah. Chuck. I'm, Whose line is it anyway? It's my line. Yours. I don't yeah. know. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 90s spice. Anybody uh, once told me the world is gonna hold me. What? I don't know. He's just. Yeah, the I'm still stuck from. in vintage featurette mode. Apparently. Ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Vin Diesel isn't actually animated. He's a person, and he's here in this booth right now making cartoon sounds for the latest animated feature. Beep pop, boop pop, <laughs> am I right? The Iron Giant. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Holy Christ. <laughs> That's one way to go out. <laughs>